1: Here's your host John Chapman
2: what is going on faithful? How is everybody this morning? and I know it's early. I was not going to go live I was just going to record this one, but I hit the wrong button <laughs> but uh, hey let's do this baby um, I have to leave out of town for a wedding um And so I wanted to get this episode out to you guys early because, again, we've got to have some type of, you know, breakdown and talking about this Vikings game, and here's We've got a lot of stuff to get to, and I know it is bright and early, and I apologize if I woke anybody up with your notifications. That's on me. Uh, I apologize. Uh, <laughs> sorry about that. But this Vikings game is of supreme importance, and there's no way I could just put this off um, before you know this trip that I'm going on, and I'm going to be up in San Francisco excited to meet up with a lot of people at the game, which is going to be a blast. But let's talk about this game, and we've got a lot of stuff to jump into, and I probably dove into this one much more so than I have in a long time because with the 49ers and where they've been the entire conversation has been about the 49ers and rightfully so because if the 49ers could right their ship, it wasn't about the opponents anymore. It was all about the 49ers handling their own business, doing their job, getting out of their own way. Well, they did that right. And back to back wins one against the poorest, you know, Jags team, but defeating the Rams. That was huge. So now what you have to do is you have to play against a team that has almost mirrored your success the last couple of weeks. You look at who this Vikings team is, and man, they are very, very similar across the board. Won their last two games uh, you know, against one of their biggest opponents, uh, division rivals. They've struggled back and forth this year. They're 5-5 five and five just like we are. We're currently in the last two spots for the playoffs with the Saints losing last night. The 49ers are now currently the seventh seed, which means if the playoffs did start today, which they don't, the 49ers would have the last spot in the playoffs, which would be incredible. And on top of that, like if you just look at, okay, well, what does that mean? What's that look like? We'd be playing the Green Bay Packers (laughs) in the first round of the playoffs, which I would be 100% fine with. But if you win this game, and this is kind of what's at stake for the 49ers this week, you are in sole possession, no tiebreakers, no anything, of the sixth spot in the playoffs. And you be played the Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, which you're like, wait a second, I'd prefer to play the Packers. But you handle your business to remove all of these tiebreakers, the 49ers are going to be sitting in a very, very good position because they would be the clear and the only team in the NFC that would be 6-5, and five. Um, that would put the Vikings at five and six the Philadelphia Eagles best case scenario six and six the Saints at five and six Those teams would be behind you and you would own tiebreakers over two of them We don't play the Saints this year um, And we don't play the pack or the the Panthers this year, but you would be able to have that huge full oh, half game up on top of all of them and tiebreaker over two of them So this game is big um, Very very big and i'm, I'm thankful I love this, JD. What are you thankful for? Uh, I'm thankful for the fact that the 49ers are in the playoff hunt. Um, the meaningful football right now. We were pretty damn close to turning it into NFL draft, mock draft season, and we were able to get out of that. So hopefully we can continue down this path, and hopefully the 49ers get a win and almost turn themselves into not necessarily a favorite, Um but we're not that far off. You know, over on my bookie right now, they have odds. They're pretty much even on if the 49ers are going to make the playoffs or not. Um, I took them making the playoffs, mind you. Uh, so anyway, let's jump in now. Let's talk about this Vikings team. They're 5-5. Five and five, Okay, who are their wins against? They beat Seattle by 13. Lions by 2. Panthers, they won in overtime by 6. Chargers by 7. Packers by 3. Those are their wins. What are their losses? They lost to the Bengals in overtime by three, lost to the Cards by one, lost the Browns by seven, Cowboys by four, and Ravens in overtime by three. Understand this. This team has one of the closest point differentials in the NFL. Their wins and losses, now they're five and five, so that makes sense, right? But whenever you look at kind of what they do week in and week out, they play well enough to keep both teams in the game. Their offense is incredible. Their defense is yikes. Really, really, really bad. Um, Now, let's look at their injuries because their injuries are plentiful. And we've heard this before. This is the same conversation that we had about the Cardinals, what was it, uh, three weeks ago. And it didn't matter for the 49ers because even though all the Cardinals players were out, they still came out and just tore us a new one. So... Yes, you have to cover the injuries. That doesn't guarantee anything. And the injuries are very bleak for the Minnesota Vikings. They are out not one, not two, not three, not but four. Their four best D linemen will not be playing in this game. Everson Griffin, you know, we talked about that last podcast um, with what's going on. Thankfully, nobody got hurt, um, and he's out of that situation. But mental health's real. There's no way he's playing this week. Dalvin Tomlinson, he's out with covid uh, Michael Pierce, their huge run-stuffing DT, he's he got put on IR two weeks ago. And Danielle Hunter, uh, their pass-rushing specialist slash kind of whatever, he put on IR three weeks ago. So they're without all those guys. And you can run on this team. Now, Limited, Anthony Barr, their corner, Brashad Breeland, which they have bad corners anyway, and their guard, Wyatt Davis. I fully expect all three of them to play. So it's not like the, the injuries are numerous for the Vikings. They're just stacked. And whenever you get one position that gets hit that bad, the implications are rough. Um, That's just the situation that it is. And now can the Vikings or the 49ers take advantage of that? Because, you know, we look at the history of this matchup, which, you know, the 49ers win 24 to 23 and one. So they played a lot of times, but they're right smack dab in the middle obviously the last time we played we dominated right 27 to 10 that was the playoff run and so we came out and just destroyed them you remember akella witherspoon gave up some big plays gave up a touchdown to digs and all that stuff then we were pulled them put in mosley and after that they couldn't do anything and i think we might see a very similar type situation in this game script the 49ers defense is good it's not great Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into $1,000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on prize picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great. You can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit matchup up to $100 over on Prize Picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy.
3: Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or 7UP, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for
2: details. But our secondary a little bit of a mess. We still have, you know, four out of five of those same guys back in 2020 that we have now. Tart, you got both of our safeties. We got K1 Williams. And we got Emmanuel Mosley and Jimmy Ward, the other safety, right? The only difference is Akello, it was Akello or Sherman, and now we have Josh Norman. Um, I'm not sure that is an upgrade, but their wide receiver core maybe got better, which is crazy to me, right? So let's look through, let's go through their offense, and and let's talk about briefly just what it is they're good at, because they're good at everything. The thing they're best at, they are first in the NFL and fewest turnovers. They don't turn the ball over. They only have six turnovers on the year. They only have one turnover the past four games. This is the Vikings offense. Um, Kirk Cousins only thrown two interceptions. 21 touchdowns to two interceptions for Kirk Cousins. Now, I'm not a Kirk Cousins guy. Uh, I'm not Kyle Shanahan in this regime. I know Shanahan loves him and would probably trade Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance for him right now, which would be a mistake, but whatever. But you have to give Cousins his due. He's playing his best football by far. Um, One of the best touchdown interception ratios of all time. Look at uh, Aaron Rodgers last year when he won the MVP. He threw 48 touchdowns, five interceptions. That's the exact same pace that Cousins is on right now. Like, that's how clean he is playing. Um, Now, the Kirk Cousins MO, and this is what kind of stinks about this game. He's allergic to prime time. He's allergic to pressure. It uh, came out with the win last week. It played great. It was an early game. You, you got it, playing against the 49ers. It's not a primetime game. Uh, dude's like, I think one and eight on Monday night football, right? Like that's just cut. He, he just folds. It's, it's who he is. But this game's not a huge primetime game. So this kind of fits into the mold of the Kirk Cousins special, right? Uh, other offensive ranks. They're the best team in the NFL when it comes to fourth downs. They have a 72% success rate. On fourth down, seventh most yards, eighth most passing yards, eighth passing touchdowns, eighth yards per pass play. Weaknesses, Uh, rushing the ball when they get to the red zone. They don't really do that. Even with Dalvin Cook, who's great, they only have eight rushing touchdowns on the year. A lot of that is because they throw the ball. They've got two amazing wide receivers. Not good. Not good wide receivers, amazing wide receivers. You got Justin Jefferson. Who I think might be, he's already in his sophomore year, one of the top five wide receivers in the NFL. Um, you know, he's just right behind Debo for uh, receiving yards. He's got 944 receiving yards, six touchdowns, um, and he's averaging 15 yards per catch. Then you got Adam Thielen, one of the best route runners and pass catchers in the NFL. He's got 624 yards so and eight touchdowns. <laughs> so like, it, 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 there's no doubt what this offense is. It's a 49ers light system, okay? Um, They run a very similar zone scheme, but they have two dominant wide receivers that are just incredible. And so Dalvin Cook's good. There's no doubt about that. But Justin Jefferson and (laughs) Thielen are the offense. Dalvin Cook, he's got 734 rush yards, averaging 4.6 yards per carry. He's got four touchdowns. He's good. And no doubt about it, like one of the better running backs that we will play against all year. But make no mistake, this is a pass attack that scares me and probably should scare everybody. Um, And we're going to find out who we are because a lot of the teams that we played recently, and you can go to the Rams for this or whatever, we were able to capitalize on pressure and turnovers. Well, that doesn't usually happen with Kirk Cousins. Not this year, anyway. Maybe the 49ers can change that, right? And so I really do think that this, this entire game is set up with the offense as the power and the defense as the weakness/slash question mark. And it's the exact same thing on the other side. You know, we already started talking about the defensive line for the Vikings. And how they are, man, they're hurting. They're so bad. <laughs> they were bad with their starters. Now they, all four of them are out. Okay, Sheldon Richardson is their best player by far. Uh, he'll be one of the interior guys, and he's had a lot of success against the 49ers in the past. But that's really pretty much it. And now this is a team, the Vikings, first in the NFL, their defense and sacks. They've got 31. I don't expect that to really continue. First in pressure, 62. I don't think that that continues. Seventh in rush touchdowns allowed, they've allowed eight. And eighth in third down percentage, 37%. Everything else, 19th or worse. Their run defense, the Minnesota Vikings, is awful. (laughs) Okay, so I went back and charted this out. First six games of the season, the Vikings gave up over 100 rush yards each game. Then they got better until the Ravens came along and rushed for 247. And then again, obviously, they lost four D-linemen this month. Listen to this. They are 32nd, dead last, in run defense EPA, okay? Negative 18.31. What the hell does that mean? Expected points against is what that is. And so what it charts is what would an average defense allow, and then what then you go from there. They're dead last. They're 32nd in tackles for loss. They only have 31. The 49ers are first in the NFL with tackles for loss. Our defense was sixty. Bosa leads the NFL in that category as well. 31st in the NFL in yards per rush, 4.8. 28th in total yards. They give up 378 yards per game, this defense. Three of the last four games went over 400 yards. It's a race with them. Their offense can keep up, and they're good at it. But their defense just, it's bad. Which is crazy with the Zimmer defense, to be honest with you. Um, he's always been a great coach and defensive-minded guy, but he usually he predicates everything on very physical outside corners and a strong pass rush. He doesn't have either of those. He doesn't have either. their corners are bad, despite drafting so many. They're not good. Now our wide receivers, Debo's incredible, but doesn't get a lot of separation. That's not who he is. Ayuk's incredible, but he is a contested catch guy. So, like, I, I don't think that this is the game where the 49ers just light it up on the outside. I don't even think that's what they should be doing. We've seen exactly what the 49ers should be doing as we move forward. Um, and as we jump into that, uh, real quick word from my bookie, man, another free bet. Goodness, if you, uh, we bet the free bet and, and lost, unfortunately, yesterday. If you bet with us, we've got another free bet for Cyber Monday. What's up, my bookie? We hope you didn't fill up on Turkey because at my bookie, the fun is just getting started this cyber Monday. My bookie is giving you a bet one, get one free promotion on Monday night football. And so this is huge. So here's how it works up to $100. If you bet against the spread Monday night football, right? This is Washington versus Seattle and you win, you get your money. But if you lose, you get everything credited back to you. That's what MyBookie's doing. That's their cyber special. So, again, head over to MyBookie.ag. Use promo code 49ers, or you can use, let's see, that way. There we go. Uh, The QR code on the screen. They're going to double your initial deposit, and guess what? You bet, you lose, so what? You get the money credited back to you. It does have a rollover applied to it, but you cannot lose. So... Head over there, set yourself up for success by doubling your first deposit when you use the promo code 49ers. And then guess what? Risk-free bet Monday night, and we all know who we're picking. Uh, <laughs> we're going against Seattle, who is three and seven and playing some awful football. And it's a pick'em game right now. So currently You're picking against the spread, but there's no points. So if you pick Washington and they win, congratulations, you made a bunch of money. If you pick Washington and they lose, congratulations, you get to keep your money. So head over there to my bookie where, again, bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. All right, so let's jump into these lines And faithful from birth, I see you, man. He says, do you think our run game will be the way to go against this this B-string starting defensive line? 100%. And we've seen it back-to-back weeks. Will Kyle Shanahan be able to continue that, right? That's the question, and I think you nailed it. That's what we should do. Will we be able to? That that comes down to the question, right? So the 49ers are currently three-point favorites, which just means they're at home. Vegas likes to give three points to the home. This is an even matchup down the stretch. I mean, it's 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 so even. Uh, the over unders at 49 points, so relatively average for the NFL, nothing special. Um, I'm not taking uh, the spread bet. I'm not doing it. It's too many points for me to give um, to a 49ers team that's been great the last two weeks. But I, I don't I don't want to touch that. Here's my bet of the week. Two-team teaser. And, again, you know me, man. I should have hit our three-team teaser yesterday if you bet with us. Dallas Cowboys, man, just needed to not suck it in overtime. Uh, that, those penalties killed them. And, man, those refs sure did make a – and I hate rooting for the Cowboys. I'm glad they lost. But they should have won the game objectively. I don't think anybody disagrees with that. Now, our two-team teaser this week. I'm doing a 6.5 teaser. I'm taking the Viking, I'm taking the 49ers over the Vikings, so that's 49ers plus 3.5 points. So the 49ers could lose by a field goal, which, again, I told you, uh, this game's always close. Vikings play every game close. That's just who they are. So 49ers could lose, and we still get paid. And then I'm taking Washington with 6.5 points against the Seahawks. Uh, bet 10 to win 7.6. Um, I've got a couple other bets that I'm going to throw up on Patreon as well. As always, I'm betting the 49ers to score first. Um, and I will tell you the bet that I am taking for the 49ers over on Patreon and it's by far one of my favorite bets that I've made all year Uh, that'd be over there patreon.com 49ers rush podcast Uh, join us there you get access to all the bets that we do all week and again as we get closer we're recording this Friday morning usually all of the bets will be up player uh, prop bets and all that stuff tomorrow Um, so if I have time away from the wedding I'll load some of those Uh, no guarantees I'm going to try to though Uh, but anyway that's over there. Now, my predictions and keys to this game. As I said a while ago, strengths versus weaknesses. You have the 49ers run dominant attack against one of the worst rush defenses and defensive line groups in the NFL, period. That's all there is to it. And then on the flip side, you have the Vikings passing attack versus our secondary. And I like our secondary, I just don't like our corners. I like Emmanuel Mosley. I think that he's a good corner. I don't like Emmanuel Mosley against <laughs> Justin Jefferson. I don't like Emmanuel Mosley against Adam Thielen. And I sure as hell don't like Josh Norman against any of those. And probably my biggest, how do I say this? Josh Norman's going to get beat. That's just going to happen. But every corner that's played against the Vikings team has been beaten. And Jair Alexander, you know, some of the best corners in the NFL. That's how good this wide receiver pass, passing attack is. Josh Norman could get beat and we can still win. Here's what I'm bracketing that with, okay? So how do the 49ers win and how do the Vikings win? That, that's kind of how I tackled this. For the Vikings to win, you've got to get Josh Norman past two, okay? What's that mean? Touchdowns allowed and pass interference calls. He gets two. If the Vikings could get more of that from Josh Norman, I think they win this game. If the 49ers can limit Josh Norman to allowing one touchdown and one defensive pass interference, I think the 49ers win. Don't allow that one player to beat you, which we've seen so many times um, since Kyle Shanahan took over for this defense. I'm not trying to be negative. I'm trying to be real, right, where they would pick on Akello. They'd pick on, what was it, Wilson in the uh, Miami game, things like that. Don't let one player beat you. So whether you got to put safety help over the top Um, Whether you I don't know this is a crazy idea put a different corner in if whatever else those are the things that have to happen now offensively for the 49ers I think both offenses are going to dominate this game and be able to move the ball not necessarily at will But have a lot of success in first downs And get across the field multiple times and so the question is Can the 49ers offense continue to do what they've done the last two weeks? You're going into this game, if you're a Vikings defensive coach, just say, damn, if we can stop them just from running the ball 30-plus times, we're going to win this game. And I think that's the right mindset if you're the Vikings. If you're the 49ers offensive staff, we got to stay with the run game, no matter what. The last two weeks, we haven't had a lot of yards per carry. I think we are at 3.4 last week, right? That doesn't matter. Yards per carry doesn't matter. The efficiency of a three-yard rush is plenty to put yourself into uh, third and four. And from there, Jimmy Garoppolo has been incredibly successful. So that that's the recipe. Now, I'll say this, and we don't know this by the time we're recording. Again, we're recording right now. It's 7.30 in the morning on Friday. If I knew Elijah Mitchell was suiting up, I would 100% bet the 49ers to cover the spread. I, I think he's that important of a player. Going through the film, as we do every week on Patreon, you kept seeing the efficiency of the 49ers offense was great. The explosives in the run game was non-existent. It wasn't there. If you could return that, well, let me let me actually say this. Debo brought that, but I want Debo back as a wide receiver. We saw it last week. What he have? 14 yards receiving because we were dependent upon him in the run game to get explosives. Because Jeff Wilson wasn't doing it, uh, Trey Sermon wasn't doing it, Kyle Juszczyk wasn't doing it. Like, those guys are not explosive runners. They're good, and they're kind of like, I think Trey Sermon eventually will be that, but probably next year, year out. His vision's starting to return a little bit. But Elijah Mitchell brings that explosive power to the game that we have to have. We gotta have it. And we haven't seen it. So I wish I knew. Right now he's listed as doubtful. Um, I'm not sure he's got some limited work, but not in the passing game. But even if he does come back, he doesn't have to be the bell cow guy. If if I knew Elijah Mitchell would get eight carries in this game, I'm telling you, that's enough to make a difference. Because that eight carries away from Debo, Debo back out there as a wide receiver, and now everything's operating the way that it should, right? Uh, a couple comments that I want to get to. Oh, Devin, my man. He says, ah, oh, I got the COVID. Oh, dude, get better, brother. Um uh, <laughs> get better, man. Yeah, one of the best human beings I've ever met. Devin, get better, get some rest. And hopefully the 49ers get you a win here. Um, uh, <laughs> faithful from birth. Josh Norman is definitely not an upgrade. Yeah, I'm with you there. Um yeah. Um c- coming from someone who didn't like who hated Sherman before he came over to us. Yeah, there's a big difference there. And yeah. I hope Sherman gets better. It, gosh, Josh Norman. He played great last week. Hopefully, you know, just crossing our fingers. He's going to cost us eventually, but with where we are, this game's the most important game left on our schedule. Um, You know, Matt Mayoko just came out and said, I, I'm pretty sure it was Mayoko, yeah. Yeah, whoever wins this game's getting in the playoffs, and I believe that to be true. You win this game, you're probably in the playoffs. JD, he says, do you think Elijah Mitchell will get the bulk of the carries this week or will, or will Wilson take over for the finger injury? You know, Elijah wore that blue non-contact jersey all week. And there was never really a point where he got a full practice in. It's back-to-back weeks. And so he could run the ball. It's just, you know, I don't know. We'll just have to see what happens. I really, really want Elijah Mitchell to play. He's that important. And, again, doesn't have to be the bell cow guy. And I don't think that he will be. Um, But, again, if we just have that three-headed beast of Elijah Mitchell Jeff Wilson, Debo, sprinkle in some Trey Sermon. Give him two to three carries. That's fine. It's it's almost like we want this to be a running back by committee currently because Elijah Mitchell's not healthy. And for every snap that Debo takes to the backfield, it's not a bad thing. It's just you're losing some of that passing, whatever. Like, I want all of it, right? I want it all. I want to be greedy. And, yeah, I want Debo getting some carries in the backfield. I don't want him getting nine. But that's okay. If if he's as effective as he was last week, then cool. Let, let's just keep it going, right? And, again, that, that's kind of the, the way this game feels. Who's gonna? Which defense is going to step up and break serve? It's offense versus offensive power. That's what it is. Defenses are both not great. I think our defense is way better than theirs. So can our defense step up and break serve? Can you force an offense that hasn't turned the ball over in the Vikings at all, best in the NFL, to make some mistakes? If you can do that, you will win this game. And I, here are some more parameters that I put on this game. The 49ers can lose the turnover ratio and still win this game by one. You can't be negative two in the turnover ratio and win this game. I think you could be negative one if you rush the ball 30 times. That's the equalizer, right? So let's say you're negative one in the turnover ratio and you run the ball 25 times 49ers lose You're negative one in the turnover ratio and you run the ball 33 times 49ers win So there's different kind of I don't know weights and balances that can offset mistakes in this game The script is right before your eyes for the 49ers and we've seen it twice in a row We saw it against this vikings team back when we were making our super bowl run, right? You go out, keep their offense on the sideline, run the ball, sustain drives just like we did to the Jags, just like we did to the Rams. The last two opening, season, opening game drives are the two longest drives since 2005 <laughs> in the NFL. We know what we need to do. We know what we need to do. Now, me personally, I 100% think that the 49ers can win this game. They stay out of their own way. And I think that the way this game's going to come down is this. It's going to be close as hell all the way to the end. Now I have the 49ers winning and covering the spread, but I'm not betting it. If <laughs> I if I see Elijah Mitchell is playing, then I'm betting it. Um, until then, I'm I'm staying out. Now again, I do have a big 49ers bet up over on Patreon, but I have the 49ers winning 27 to 23. I have the 49ers defense. Winning the game the last minute as the Vikings are charging in to score a touchdown because we're going to have a four-point lead and our defense is going to hold to deliver this win. And, man, what a huge moment this could be. That's right on the cusp if the 49ers get this W and if their defense delivers to building some confidence moving forward it's just, you know, you don't want to overlook. You don't want to look into the future. This game is everything right now. This game is everything right now. It's just what it is. Like, you got to go out there and get it. And if you're the 49ers, go get it, man. That, that's what it is. Both these teams are freaking chopping at the bit to get this win. You got to go deliver. It's just where it's at. It's where it's at. You guys are incredible. I want to say thank you. Uh, for those of you that are going to the game hoping to meet up, uh, please reach out. Uh, love to make uh just real quick, grab a drink, say hey, hello, uh, whatever else. I love meeting people and just building those relationships for the community. So again, if you're at the game, please, please reach out. 49ers Rush. Uh, podcast at gmail.com or on twitter at jl underscore chapman i'll see a lot of you guys out there let's go get that dub man so it's going to be a day and a half tomorrow oh my gosh guys guess what tomorrow will be my first day not teaching not coaching and not podcasting since july 29th john chap i've got the wedding john Chapman is going to get a little bit of not rest But a break from work, which I'm so excited for. (laughs) I need it so bad. Uh, But anyway, I want to say thank you, guys. You are incredible. Man, let's get that win. And send me your pictures from the game. Tag me on Twitter, uh, Instagram, wherever. Please, I love that stuff. So send it my way. Can't wait. $40, go get this dub, man. Lock up that six seed. It's right there. It's right there. Let's go. All right, guys. Stay strong, faithful.